I have defeated an enemy officer. I have defeated an enemy officer. I have also defeated an enemy officer. Why am I nervous? <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hello and welcome to the Salt Report, where three of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt about video games, cosplay, comics, movies, and all things nerdy. I'm Kay, and recording with me tonight, as always, is Jesse. Yo! And also, we have special guests tonight. The man, the myth, the legend, Jake Lionheart. Well, well, well. Look what the corona dragged in. <laughs> I've made a fine mess of your podcast in your absence. <laughs> no, you've done awesome. It's been all evermore all the time for the past three months. When will Jake return from the war? <laughs> and then I get back about, from the war, there's a yeah. different war going on. If only, if only I had the time to go back and, and see how many times we said, when will Jake return yeah. from the war on the podcast? Because it's definitely been around 10 yeah. plus. <laughs> Yeah. And now you're here. And now you're here. Favorite. I want to see my little boy. (laughs) Here he comes. I have returned during quarantine. (laughs) It's okay. We're six feet apart. Maybe the real quarantine was the friends we made along the way. (laughs) Yep. All right. Well, the sponsor in our hearts is Raymond the Cat from Animal Crossing. Uh, I don't know. He. I don't think they have last names. I think his name's just Raymond the Cat. Yeah, he's just Raymond. He's yeah, a cat. he's so fucking cute, <laughs> and I love him. But please stop making horny art of him. It's weird. Please stop trying to. Fuck the Animal the Crossing cat. fandom be wild and out here lately. Uh, we were just discussing the discourse about Animal Crossing, where there's like. Two different dis- main discourses I've seen about Animal Crossing New Horizons. The first is whether or not time travel makes you evil. And this other is um, whether or not bullying your villagers means you're a bully IRL. It's, it's, uh, hot take. No, it doesn't. No. That's fucking stupid, Karen. <laughs> I, it's not my yeah, fault Karen. they designed the world's ugliest frog. Get him the fuck out of my village. And, like, some of the characters have ugly houses, too. Like, there's that one clown who will deadass make a clown house... And I hate it. If I get that clown, if I get that clown, he's going in ugly baby jail for sure until he gets out. Apparently, like, one of the good ways to get rid of him is to walk into their house, say nothing, and leave. <laughs> just like, what just happened? Yeah, and, and, like, you do that multiple times. And, like, I was like, that's fair enough, because if someone did that to me, I'd be like, what the fuck? I have to leave town. I think Chris just got the, the clown, because he's like, does he have a knife? And like you show the clown, it looks like the clown has a knife. I don't know. What if but... you got a knife? No. Yeah. No, we got those stupid fuck. So every, so every, like they call it Egg Day, but it's basically the Easter event. Gives you the world's scariest fucking rabbit zipper. He's so and ominous. I hate it. Like he'll be he'll be standing there minding his own business. And I'll see him doing it, but then he'll notice that I that he's on screen and start dancing, and I hate it. It's so scary. And like the thing is, is I don't think he's actually a rabbit because there's a zipper on the back of his skin. I think he's just oh, wearing snap. a rabbit suit. And like if you if you um, catch him unawares, sometimes he walks melancholy along the beach, and he'll just sigh like he's sad. 
It's really fucking... <laughs> Nintendo, are you okay? It's so fucking bizarre. I don't think so. I do... I love all the art that people did of him looking like uh, Robbie the Rabbit from Silent Hill 3. Yeah. Because people know what the fuck is up. What the fuck is up, Kyle? I've never seen the internet come together so fast as they have <laughs> on hating Egg Day. I'm tired of digging up fucking I'm eggs. I'm so tired of it. Or when zippers. I'm fishing and it's like I want egg. my fossils back. It's like egg. I hate the, I hate the, like, oh, we'll talk about this later, but I have one more thing to say in the pre-salt, and, and it's that I hate the fact that the fucking, uh, where the fossils and stuff are buried looks like a puckered anus. I hate it so much. And every time I... <laughs> They've used that since the I first I know, but Animal I think Crossing, it's because though. of the rendering on the new one, it just looks more and more like a puckered anus. <laughs> Looks like a star to me. The star of an anus. Well, yeah, chocolate starfish. I mean, yeah, that's terrible. It's terrible. It's the world's anus. Yeah, I hate that. Like my first thought is that because a stupid limp biscuit. <laughs> I had a friend that like gave me like this like, and I know this is totally sidetracking, but. Hey, I'm back. Uh, yeah, where he just went on just talking about like how like, dude. Did you know Limp Bizkit? <laughs> this is so stupid. Had an album called The Hot Dog Flavored Water and the Chocolate Starfish. And I'm like, excuse me, what? Uh, and then like, and then he's just like, you know what that is, right? And I'm like, just stop because I don't want to know what it is. I'll... But ever since then, it's been stuck in my head. And now it's stuck in yours. Thank you. That's my time on the Salt Report. <laughs> That's why I was here. <laughs> See you guys in a year. <laughs> okay. Um... So, oh my god, I just got distracted, and we I'm sorry, but, uh, if, if you want. Pretty yeah, salt, let's pre-salt. just jump into it. <laughs> so, am I going first after all? <laughs> sure. Okay. I'm like, oh snap, I get to go first. Well, I'm going to uh, do a dramatic reading of the war I returned from. <laughs> Um, and then uh, explain to everyone how the pandemic worked. No, I'm not going to do that. But um, yeah, it's been over a year because the Pinto baby was like, surprise, bitches, I'm coming early. And <laughs> he came like a whole like month and a half early. He was supposed to be born in January, like end of January. And he came like... He was born right before Christmas, right? Uh, 13th of December. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, we're, and I think the 13th was, it actually was Friday the 13th, so, <laughs> yay, um, and we were in the hospital that whole week, because I think that Sunday, my wife was like, oh, I don't think this is Braxton Hicks, <laughs> and then we went in, <laughs> she was like, mm, no, I don't think that's what it is, and then I'm like, why are you be talking about Tony Braxton like that, she was like, no, not Tony Braxton, Braxton Hicks, <laughs> for Three people who know who Tony Braxton is. Three people who know who Tony Braxton is. I missed you. <laughs> um, so anyway, so we went, and then yeah, sure enough, they're like, "No, the baby's coming." And then he was at thirty-three weeks. So I guess that's when the lungs are being developed. So they try to like slow it down, which meant being in the hospital, pumping you know my wife with drugs and different stuff like that to try to slow it down. But then by 
the end of the week, the baby was like, nah. Uh, Pinto's like, nah, son. <laughs> nah, come I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. Come at me, Kaiser. You I'm best be like, ready. Yeah. So then he ended up coming, and then he was in NICU for, for about like a week and a half, two weeks even. So he actually got out pretty fast because his, his, I guess his lungs were actually pretty good and almost like fully developed as it was. So. Um, yeah, so we had that, but but it's been just like a roller coaster since then. And I was trying there, to find a new normal, and... but not there. I don't know how to explain it to y'all. Yeah, actually, I was gonna say that too because I was in um... the trenches. <laughs> yeah, I I <laughs> was like texting the, the or DMing the like salt report thing like nonstop and stuff like that. So I honestly wanted to say like I know I said thank you then, but it's on it's official now. The whole world that gets to listen to it but i want to say thank you because you guys actually helped me stay sane through it like i was like i think one time i dm'd jesse like i was supposed to go get something to eat i really want like crunch wraps but i feel bad that i'm eating crunch wraps by myself and then i think you're like get a crunch wrap you gotta get you know do what you gotta do and i'm like yeah it's true but um no yeah, like you're so, you were, i was like bro you were going through some shit treat yourself to a crunch wrap <laughs> like what the but <laughs> yeah but yeah so like yeah the the dms definitely like kept me saying and i was like this is happening now this is happening now so yeah y'all salt mom got involved yeah salt mom was involved too and stuff yeah so it was it was definitely a time that like kept me saying and stuff and so um if i can if i may i just want to quote vin diesel from those car movies i never watched and just say that when you're here you're family and uh yeah so just you know love y'all and uh it it really yeah it really did and now just well there was like finding the new normal because now i've got double bath time duties to to do that because i'm at work well i was at work all day and so then i come home and i only got like three hours before the babies have to go to sleep and you know that's like getting dinner playing with them and then giving them a bath and putting in the bed so trying to podcast in one bath uh no like we we tried to do that but the the older one is a little he's like no i need my space so i'm like okay yeah um so yeah no i give the little one yeah i give the little one his bath first and he's pretty fast anyways and he oddly not a fan of the bath like he's like let's let's go let's wrap it up i'm gonna be clean take me out where the three-year-old he's like no i want to bring in transformers and cars and recreate um, you know, Doc McStuffins in the bathtub or something like that. Um, is that how you got whacked in the head with a transformer? Like, well, no, that was just him walking up to me and just whacking me <laughs> in the head. I need you to know that my mom follows me on Twitter and she saw that I liked that tweet and she's like, this is relatable content. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think I'm like, your mom follows me too? Or she like, at least sees my stuff? Because I'll give, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, who is this? And then I'm like, Oh, I see the two people you're following. I know exactly who you are. Salt Mom. You should tell her to do that. Just put yeah. Salt Mom instead of... You know. Salt Mom is her name. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, he'll just walk up. I just I was telling Kay right before we started recording that, like, um, usually I get I still get up early from going to work. Um, so they'll come out and look for me. But <laughs> today, cause late, like, because of quarantine, I've been just going to bed super late. So I went to bed, like mad late last night i usually like stayed up till like five because uh when you dm me i'm like i have to know what these cords are so 
I stayed up looking for chords for our a super, song. Our super secret project. Yeah, super secret song. Um, so anyways, yeah, I stayed up doing that. And so because of that, I, I woke up late. So they got up and went into the living room with my wife. But the next thing I know, I just hear a, yoo-hoo. I'm like, what is that? And then both babies are like <laughs> in my face. And then the baby, Pinto baby, like slaps me with a, like a Lego. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not <laughs> sleeping in. I guess it's time to wake up. <laughs> and then my wife was like, I was literally out of the room for like 15 minutes. You only got an extra 15 minutes. So I'm like, okay, cool. But um, yeah, it's it's been interesting uh trying to figure out like man how am i gonna fit podcasting in again but um i think once the pinto baby finally sleeps through the night uh, we'll probably be good i can be back on full time it's just he's he's all over the place with his like sleeping and I'm not sure exactly why but because he's baby he's baby yeah he's but baby. he's cool but yeah so that's uh, i'm back for the war to face the pandemic now so <laughs> Yay? No? I don't know. Um, yeah. And then, uh, I guess just for other pre-salt, um, games are cool. I played uh, Greedfall, which... A little bit of salt. I'm surprised the game was like a $60 game, because I know it's not like AAA. I think it was like supposed to be AA. But a lot of like the cutscenes with the, 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 I guess, syncing up of the voices to the mouth was like uncanny valley like what is is this a bad anime dub what is going on because it was really good voice acting but the facial expressions and the way the characters look during a cutscene were kind of creepy i mean you 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 eventually get used to it but um it's i don't know it was kind of it it didn't give me like i'm like uh, this is not 60 (laughs) dollars good but it was still a fun game um that's my I, i know i'm throwing salt in a little bit early but it was a fun game i actually really enjoyed it um, and then also, because uh, I had a B-Day, I got some money to get uh, Resident Evil 3. So by the time people are listening to this, I already streamed it. But I'm going to try to stream it tonight <laughs> and then probably wake up the babies and my wife from me screaming in fear. Um, <laughs> because the new game is freaking... It's I remember being scared playing the original back in the day, but this is even spookier. And... Um, yeah, and I'm a big chicken if you've watched the Budborn streams. And then um, lastly, I did a whole ass D&D album because I'm a nerd and I was already crazy before quarantine. So <laughs> It's so fucking good, y'all. I, I literally, when I say that I laughed and I cried, like that's not just hyperbole. <laughs> I actually did laugh and I actually did cry. Every time I listen to this time, my eyes start watering and like I oh, it's so good but then Jake's like superb humor <laughs> is just on point in this. Like Dragon Heist with your guests, Rapping Bar, it's just like so fucking good. Thanks. I I laugh every single time even though I've heard the whole song <laughs> and I just really it's like such a great album. I work to it all the time. Like if I need to draw, I'm like fuck, I need to listen to this I need to listen to the um god what is what are they called the fantasy heart brigade is that what yeah. that album's called yeah yeah um and I really really love it oh, and thank you. I like genuinely love it thanks yeah I was gonna say like thank you for being on on it as a voice because that was pretty awesome and everybody who was got the you know I think we got Richard to narrate it and uh we got Chris I can't even release those outtakes Chris 
I that's my only so regret. Funny. My only regret was I didn't use Chris more because <laughs> his outtakes were so good, and I only had him do like two voice lines, and he sent me like this like five to like ten minute long thing of him just doing the two voice lines in every way possible and then his commentary about him doing the voice lines. I was just watching a bard rap and then somebody's dead. <laughs> yeah. That part fucking wrecked me. Or then like when we're, because <laughs> I had him say, dear gods. He's like, dear god. He's like, I sound like I'm writing a letter. Dear gods, it's me, Chris. How's it going? And I'm like, what is, I should have used them more. My biggest regret. But I did tell him, I'm like, depending on how successful this one is, if I do a second one, I'm going to do one with him and Jeremy. I'm asking Jeremy to be on it. And I'm going to make them like rangers that are out on a yes. ghost hunting Oh mission. my god! They're gonna be- I love the idea of Jeremy Chris rangers. Yeah, and they're they're hunting ghosts to give it a supernatural vibe to it. <laughs> so, they're literally going to be... <laughs> they're going to be the Sam and Dean of, of D&D. your D&D. Yeah. D&D universe. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait for oh. Roshin to be super annoyed with him. So, <laughs> oh, that's right, because Roshin is a blood hunter. So, like, yeah, and they, they must have come in contact. Yeah, and they, yeah, hunt monsters and ghosts too. So it's going to be like, great. I have an actual job to do, and here's Jeremy and Chris. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, yeah, so thank you everybody who's listened and downloaded it. I appreciate it. Um, three people. Uh, you know who you are. You three people, if you're listening to the podcast, you know who you are. Uh, you are extremely kind. I can't thank you enough. It was free. Um, but, yes, your ger- generosity is amazing. And so I just want to say thank you to them. And that's my pre-salt. All right. Well, um, I don't even know what year it is anymore, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> um, a while back, my parents were in town, and we watched this movie on Netflix called The Gift that was like, um, a suspense thriller. Um, I don't know how I feel about the ending, but it was really good. It's on Netflix if you want to check it out. Um, I'm forgetting now who's in that movie, but wait, is it the one with Keanu know. Reeves? And no, oh, okay, not that one. Keanu Reeves is not in it. Um, well, hang on now. Now I have to. Now I have to <laughs> Which one is that one? I remember there was one. I thought it was called with Kate Blanchett and. Well, Keanu Reeves was not in this one. I'm not sure which film that is. I'm sorry. I wish I could help. Um, Jason Bateman and Rebecca Hall are in this one. Um, And they're getting... um, So, like, Jason Bateman's character um, runs into um, this, like, guy that he used to know in high school. And um, the guy gets a little creepy and starts like delivering expensive gifts. Like he buys some koi for their pond and, um, the, uh, actress, Rebecca Hall, her character is like, Oh, he's just, he's just awkward. It's fine. He's nice. And, uh, Jason Bateman's not having it, but then it turns out that Jason Bateman's a complete fucking asshole. Um, so, that goes on it's 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 a pretty good movie but again i I really don't know how i feel about the ending it kind of went places that i wasn't comfortable with um did someone get eaten nobody got eaten because this reminds me of the plot of i'd rather eat randy which is a song (laughs) it was like a meme song from like it god i'll find i'll find the name of the person but it's like almost 
it, they like this couple like I don't know takes in this dude and then they eat him I'd rather eat a run <laughs> no nobody gets eaten um oh. but it was pretty good overall and it was definitely so like before we started watching this I I have very different tastes in films than my family um they're very into comedies and I'm not really into the same kind of comedies that they're into. And they picked one because it's featured an actor from the hangover, which is a movie that I'm not terribly into. My family really is. Um, and it was so bad. We didn't finish it. And then we switched this movie, the gift. So I felt a little bit vindicated, <laughs> but, uh, um, that, I mean, I guess that's all I have to say about that. Again, I don't know what year it is, and this was weeks ago, and, and that may as well have been 84 years ago. So, um, other than that, miscellaneous Final Fantasy 14 stuff, I've been raiding more often because I have, I'm not fucking doing anything on the weekends anymore. Um, so I got my Shinryu dog, I got my, um, Sukuyomi dog. We were working on Byako, but he was stingy. Um, I attempted Ruby Weapon Extreme with just a pug and <laughs> um, pickup group or whatever that stands for. For the, it's something like that. But um, I just went into Party Finder and saw a learning party and was like, sure, whatever. And we did really well um, for phase one. We got it on our second try. And then phase two is where it fell apart. And it's really hard when you know who is the weakest link. And, um, I could, t I could tell that our tanks were getting us killed, like, nine times out of ten during that second phase. Um, but we did make some progress, it, and it is, like, that, the first part of phase two was, like, the hardest part in the fight, apparently. Because, um, so in phase two in normal, this is the part where, um, you have the ads that you have to keep separated, and then you have to kill them really quickly, um, while there's like swooping mechanics and everything you have to dodge. And there's like, in the extreme version, there's a ton of shit that piles up where like you have all of that you're dealing with, but also the ads will have like a debuff and you have to match your debuff to the opposite color ads. If you have the blue debuff, you have to fight the red one and halfway through it switches. Um, so you have to switch. And also there's like these tethered dragon head things that you have to drag through the ad, but you can't hit anybody else and no one can intersect the line or else it just explodes and murders everybody. And also the ads have an either a pull in or push out attack that you have to watch out. It's like, it's, there's so much. Um, so we managed to get past that once, um, but couldn't get any further in the hour that we had. And I dropped cause it was getting late. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I've seen it at least. Um, but I don't know, been, been hanging out with my raid group a lot. Um, Sukiomi Extreme is also one that's frustrating because for a while there, every time we would get a new person who was just not getting it because that um, Supreme Selena Mancy mechanic with the meteors is fucked up <laughs> and crazy. But we got it, and we started to get really good at it, and a couple of us got our dogs, and I think we're probably, once we're done with Shinryu, we're probably going to like keep up with that one until everybody's got Everybody who wants the dog has got it. Because Sukiomi has the best dog. It's like gold and black and white and it has like purple flames coming off of it it's really it's very pretty <laughs> um other than that it's 
Am I talking to the void? Did my Discord decide to give no, up? No, okay, no, good. No. Just quiet. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of muting because the babies are walling out right now. So. Okay. I'm sorry. It's just that my computer is not trustworthy, and so I get suspicious. <laughs> um, I also got Animal Crossing. That was on the um, quarantine bingo. That was my um, expensive, self-indulgent, self-care gift. Uh, it was Animal Crossing. Nice. Because um, I wasn't really hype about it until like the week before it came out when my stress levels started to creep up. But uh, it's really fun. I don't play it. I'm not playing it a lot. I kind of like... So far, I've played it for like an hour every day or so. So I'm not like... My, my island's still pretty baby and my house is only the, like the first upgrade. And um, I don't have any extra villagers because I haven't been making time to like create the furniture and stuff for the other houses um but i'll i'll get there eventually um like i said i'm not doing anything on the weekends anymore but uh (laughs) that's that's fun um and then it's been a few weeks um but i did go to evermore on march 7th unfortunately since then it has closed due to health concerns they're currently saying they're going to reopen on April 11th, but um, considering the current stay home, stay safe directive for Utah expires on April 13th and probably will be expen- extended, let's be real. Don't think that's going to happen. Um, but they also said they were going to do weekly novellas and they haven't been doing that, but I, I don't know why. I emailed to ask if there was another chapter and I haven't gotten a response yet. So um, Evermore, I hope Sorry, you're okay. Please. I I hope you're okay, and I really want you to reopen again when this is all over. I'm sad. <laughs> but um, in the meantime, on March 7th, I did go. I learned the game plan. It was happening very early, like 6 p.m. when the park opened at 5. They were like, meet the grand staircase, we're going to do this thing. And I was like, cool. Um, a horde of acolytes were there, and they kept asking people who was um, leading the charge. And they asked me, they were like, who, like, who is organizing this whole resurrection thing? And I was like, I don't know, you know, like a liar. <laughs> um, and kind of tipped Donovan off. I'm like, by the way, they're trying to figure out, like, who's starting this, you know, just so, just so you know, they're after you. Um, but anyway, uh, they had us all, like, stand at the bottom of the staircase. And they were very clear. They're like, do not walk on the grand staircase stay at the bottom, like, no matter what happens, don't go on the staircase. I'm like, okay, so there's gonna, like, there's gonna be a scene there, and they don't want people to interfere. Good, cool. Um, but they had to sing Maxwell's song, um, including the new verse that had appeared in our little investigations, and, um, then he just kind of walked out from behind the statue, and, uh, with his hands outspread like the theater nerd he is, and, um, he immediately murdered three people. <laughs> um, before all this happened, I saw Kaderan and Faldo, and I was like, oh, Faldo's back. Good. I'll have time to, you know, get to know him this season. Ha 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 ha. Um, and, I'd he- and I also saw that Mortimer and Wisteria, who were two characters from lore, um, Mortimer was like the Grim Reaper character that I talked about. Uh, but he hasn't been back until now. Because his actor also plays Wolfdrot. So, um, but he, they were in town and I'm like, that's ominous. I don't really like that. Um, that's probably bad. And I learned eventually that Kaderan and Faldo had struck a deal with them um, to pr- like 
essentially protect the town in exchange for their lives. And so those were the first two people that Maxwell killed. Um, and then Wen came up uh, screaming and crying at him and he took her out too. Um, and then he walked down the stairs and he was like, cool, thanks everyone. I want to talk to the world walkers who brought me back right now. Um, and then walked off. You can see this in the video. Somebody says, bring Wen back. And he just says, no. Oh, I forgot. Um, he also killed Viola, but he brought her back. So she's okay. <laughs> That's a lot of murder. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I asked him about this later. And I, you know what? I'm going to get to that later. Um, but anyway, I slunk off guiltily because I was one of the people that brought him back. Um, and he told us, okay, so here's the deal. Name one person has to be a townsfolk, can't be from another world. I will offer that person my protection. You have my word that no harm will come to, of them. And ultimately, we decided on Ozymandias Flynn. Um, we had our reasons for saying that. We thought, so Ozymandias and Maxwell have shared history that I'm not going to go into here. You can find it. It's on the Facebook groups. Um, but And I think the World Walker Weekly podcast also talks about it. But um, oh, it was one of the podcasts. I don't remember which one. But anyway, it's they have they have shared history. We thought for sure he was going to die um, if we didn't protect him, and we also thought that he would be in a position to possibly help because of his shared history with Maxwell. So we decided to protect him. A lot of people were very upset with us for that. <laughs> uh, that was something we had to defend for weeks, <laughs> but um, it has since died down. But anyway, uh. Ozzy spent the entire night looking like he was going to throw up. Um, we did eventually find out that the coat he was wearing belonged to Maxwell originally, and Maxwell took it back and he spent the rest of the night shivering, which was kind of sad. I'm just like, because it was kind of cold that night. I'm like, Ozzy, come on. Someone offered you a scarf. Just take it. Yeah. Um, but I, um, it was just, it was definitely like, the mood of the park was definitely like way down. People were very, very nervous um, by all of this. My poor friend showed up late and walked up to me as I was walking into Town Square following behind Maxwell and was like, hi! And I'm just like, I just looked at him and he was like, are you okay? I'm like, no. <laughs> um, shit's bad. Shit's bad, y'all. <laughs> you missed a lot and you're only like an hour late. Um, but... He also, I'm trying to remember all that happened that night. It was mostly just dealing with all of that. At one point, I walked into the mausoleum, and uh, Mortimer was just there, and he, I was like, oh, I guess you didn't go back. Oh, I missed, because I was talking to Maxwell, I missed um, the final train ride around town. Mortimer, like, picked up Kader and Faldo and Wen and walked them down to the train station and had them, like, ride around town. And then they went into the tunnel and the actors got off and went through a little stage door. And they, when they pulled the train back in, uh, they were gone. Um, this, this video is also on YouTube. And I'm, I'm really sorry if there's anybody listening who was deeply affected by all of this. But it is the funniest fucking thing. It's like, Wen is so sad. And like, her death was really sad. The moment she got up and Mortimer explained what was happening, she started crying that she didn't want to go. And it was, it was just... It's so terrible. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kaderin and Faldo are just vibing the whole time. They look so happy, head empty, like totally fine with whatever's happening. 
it, it's so funny. They're just like having a little conversation on the back of the train while Wen is openly weeping. And then wow. like uh, Mortimer, who is a very like imposing, intimidating looking character. He has this like crazy skull makeup with half his face covered and really intense eyes. Again, it's the same actor that plays um, Ulfstrat, so he's like he's got that really intense look about him. He's a big guy. Um, he and Wisteria, who's this like cartoon witch, like old crone kind of character, they're just like sitting stony faced at the front of the train, looking straight forward, not saying anything, not doing anything. It is. I'm sorry. It's just really funny. It's so funny. It's I. I actually. I think I was the one who was like, "Look at Kadirian. He's just vibing." Head empty. Head empty. Yeah. Oh my god. It was funny. But paper um, wave playing in his head. I was definitely pretty sad because it, like Kadirian, Wen, and Faldo were three characters that I always really wanted to get to know and never really had the chance. Um, Kadirian because he's kind of hard to talk to. He guards his secrets well. Wen because she kind of freaked me out with her fire stuff until pretty recently. And then Faldo, because he was gone for all of Aurora. <laughs> but, yeah. um, because his actor was busy with another character. But, uh, that, so I was pretty sad. And also, like, I had a lot of conversations, uh, by the fires where people were like, whose idea was it to bring those, that character back? And I was like, well, I kind of helped with that. And they're like, bruh! <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, I trusted Donovan, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. Um, definitely, like, if this were, like, D&D or whatever, my character would be feeling a lot of guilt about this. So I wandered into the mausoleum at one point. Mortimer was there. He decided to stay for whatever reason. Um, and some other world walkers were there talking to them. And I brought up that I had assisted in collecting these trophies. And one of them was like, oof, that's rough. Um, and Mortimer, who's actually surprised, I, like, I never talked to him during lore because he scared me. Um, and I didn't go to lore very much, but he was surprisingly kind of like sweet and encouraging where he was like, you're actually in a, like roughly paraphrase. He's like, you're in a pretty good position of power here and you may be able to, um, like, like Maxwell might be more willing to talk to you than other people because he owes you a debt of gratitude. And I was like, huh? So my plan before the park closed was to use that to my advantage and be buddy, buddy with Maxwell and, um, kind of try to, play that angle but unfortunately i didn't get the chance because COVID 19 reared its ugly head in utah as well but um that was and then at the end of the night uh, maxwell called a town meeting and declared himself mayor um and dared anyone to take that position from him so viola was mayor for all of one week uh <laughs> but that was basically how it left off was on that huge cliffhanger. Um, the one chapter of the novella that they released made um, Philip Humphrey the main character, and he kind of was, like, going around town and finding where um, Maxwell had kept other tethers and was destroying them um, to, like, with Donovan in order to um, take some of his power away so they could end him. But, um, like I said, they just kind of, like, stopped doing that, so I'm not really sure what's going on um, but I emailed the park to see, like, hey, are there more chapters that I've missed? Because uh, nobody's talking about them either, which makes me think they just, like, stopped publishing them. And I just really wish they would communicate at all. Um, I get I get that we're all kind of in wait-and-see mode, but still. 
Um, and, you know, release it on Kindle. Make us pay, like, a couple bucks for it. The Evermore fans will buy it, you know. Um, but, uh, that's, that's all I really know so far. And, like I said, they were planning on opening on April 11th for Mythos, but I don't think that's going to happen. I would be surprised if that order wasn't extended until at least May 1st. Um, which is when the Masquerade was rescheduled too, so I don't even know if that's happening. I I hate this. Hate, I hate this. It. Yeah, it's no good. Um, but that's, yeah, that's all I got. Oh, so it's my turn? Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> I'm trying to find good things to talk about because life is hurting me right now. Um, but I'll talk about that later. But for right now, I want to, I mean, let's, let's look at the bright side of life. Jake's here. I want to squeeze his little face, but from like six feet apart. So I'm going to have to take like two brooms and just like, (laughs) um, somebody, a very good friend, uh, bought me animal crossing, uh, because our friend group was all playing it and, um, our shared friend group was all playing it and, uh, she was like, well, would you play it if you had it? And I was like, yeah, of course I'd play it if I had it. I just don't have the money to like buy it right now. And she was like, hmm, I see. Hey, can you type this code into, uh, the Nintendo store? And I was like, you fucking did it. And then she just says, I'm a grown woman. I can do what I want. So I own Animal Crossing right now and I'm having a great time. I fucking deadass stayed up way too late making a Graha Tia hoodie the other day. I also made, like, a leather jacket over a hoodie, um, because I really enjoy making, doing the pixel art stuff. Like, it just pleases me. Um, I, that, that, I mean, Jesse finds a way to make art inside of the game that's not about art. Um, I, I have been time skipping, but not a lot. I just think, I think I skipped by a few days. Every time my store closes, I'm like, hey, let me in. Eric Andre, let me in! Um, so, yeah, and I, I, you know, immediately started getting good at haircuts. My other friends are also very good at pixel art. Um, so, one of my friends makes dope-ass clothing that I'm, I'm wearing a lot of it, uh, right now. But yeah, that game's super fun. It's weirdly relaxing. I told my mom it's, like, definitely a trap because, like, you can... Like, I have the satisfaction of paying off loans in games that I will never have the satisfaction of paying off any of my loans in IRL. And, like, I can own a house. I can have, like, some satisfaction of building stuff and, like, being able to afford things. Um, And it's calming. It's not like I don't have to fight monsters. I do have to fight fucking wasps. Fucking wasps. And tarantulas. Watch out for the tarantulas. But, um... Because they fucking... But you know what pisses me off about Animal Crossing is that I can sell a fucking dinosaur skeleton and they're like, here's 1,000 bells. But then I fucking sell them a tarantula and they're like, here's 8,000 bells. Um, There's just no justice in this world. Uh, (laughs) But I definitely am enjoying that right now. It's super calming and, you know, the music is really calming. Um, I, of course, have been playing Final Fantasy XIV uh, did some stuff with my alt and made him look much better than he was looking. Um, bought myself the Ishgardian gear, uh, for Sappho on my main, um, because it's fake money and I have it. Um, once again, Jesse and fake money. Um, 
living out dreams. Although I still can't get a fucking apartment in Final Fantasy XIV because I keep thinking I'm up. I am like, uh, what do you call it? I have enough um, promotions in my free company, but I fucking don't. And I'm just, I have like three more to go. And I'm like, please, please. I just want an apartment. <gasps> um, it's not even a real apartment. It's a fake apartment with fake money. Uh, yeah, so there's that. I bought myself um, a, a, a very, it was like, a, it was an inexpensive sketchbook, but I'm weirdly excited about it because new sketchbook and like, I've been doing a lot more, uh, what do you call it, um, traditional art while this has been going on because it gives me a space to focus and just not think about anything else for a while and get really into what I'm doing. Not that I don't do that digitally, but like there's a certain element to like problem solving that you have when you're doing traditional art because if you fuck up, you gotta you gotta get creative real fast. Um, so I definitely have been enjoying doing that. It really keeps me in the moment it's a very good mindfulness exercise for me since usually when I'm feeling like grumpy and gross I go I drive somewhere and go sit down for a while somewhere else um but I can't do that right now so I'm just trying to find ways to like take that and energy and do something else with it like I was feeling like completely awful bummed out on Monday because I was dealing with Medicare stuff and um but then I I woke up on Tuesday and I was like, I need to do something nice for people. Like, I need to get out of my head. I need to do something fun. I need to make something to make people laugh. So I made that video of me dancing to uh, <laughs> um, Heart of Glass by Blondie because I had that song stuck in my head um, from another meme. But I was like, what if I what if I just get silly and make other people laugh? Which is what I try to do when I feel, like, hopeless and scared is just kind of, like, make shit posts for people. <laughs> um, I got to work on some art with a friend and, like, make OCs, which I haven't done in a really long time. That sounds so stupid, but, like, I haven't had made an OC with someone and have, like, matching OCs or whatever in, like, a super, super long time. Like, a very long time. So that was, like, super refreshing and fun. Um, and now I bring you the saga of the doom bathroom. I'm not going to go through this whole thing because it was like a thread on something awful and there's lots of places you can uh, read about it, but Kay and I share a love of um, dumb of ass home renovation <laughs> or like dumb of ass engineering because the rip line was another one we love together. I, I also uh, listen to the podcast, um, well, there is your problem on YouTube, so. <laughs> yeah, um, so I, I definitely, like, I immediately was like, because my friend, my other friend sent me this and I was like, K, which opens up K's metaphorical uh, DM door. K, I need to show you something. <laughs> um, so basically, this this guy, uh, beat Beatmaster J. Um, he Beatmaster J. Beatmaster J. But I need you to know that Master is spelled M A S T R. <laughs> okay. Um, Beatmaster J like started posting these pictures of his perfectly fine bathroom and it's like a nice bathroom actually and then his photos of what he wanted to do with his fine bathroom um so ruin it. he wanted to ruin it <laughs> right so this first picture 
I'm like, something, something just, he dead ass, he dead ass cuts through the integral support beams to put this fucking pipe, right? And so someone immediately is like, hey, OP, are those the, are those the support beams of your house? Because if you didn't know. They were I-beams specifically. Yeah. Yeah. I-beams specifically. So like, it's not only against code to do that, but also incredibly dangerous. Um, Also, for some reason, he takes, so I love natural light in bathrooms, but for some reason, he takes one of the windows out and, like, just drywalls over it and then um, puts the fucking, what do you call it? It's the outside, like, stucco and um, paints over it. And I'm like, why would you get rid of the light in one of your bathrooms? But okay, so he does that. Um, He rips out the subfloor because he wants a new tub. Um, And then... Are you put a fucking rock garden around it, or as they called yeah. it, a mold garden, because that's what's what's going to grow there. <laughs> yeah, and he also like are he he took engineered beams and fucking cut another hole in it. Um, and he's like, I'm sure this isn't a code. To which people eventually were like, you need to get an engineer. And he, of course, ignores them. He gets the world's fucking jankiest, most suspicious engineer at one point. But he comes up with this plan to like try and fix it. Um, it just, he's, of course, arguing with people everywhere, right? Like, about, um, his, his, his ability to do this, to DIY this. And, like, apparently he had also created this other janky project, um, where he used a junction box and sealed them into the room, which, if you don't know, don't do that. It's an electrical hazard. Um, and he just... He's just in the, the, you know, the rock garden that, um, he was, that's gonna grow mold. And then he deadass, uh, sprays, um, I love this. Since I have, um, some time before I will ever get to this point installing my bathtub, I put together a mock mold garden to see how well it grows in my bathroom. I splashed it with a bit of water and we'll let it fester. We'll update, um, if spores progress. And I just... I have no words, but also he's a misogynistic ass. At yeah. Earlier, he was like, he, I re- I use like I made the bathroom this way because it's what women like, and then people were like, Have you ever spoken to one before? <laughs> because this was not a bathroom that any woman would like, that anyone would like, except for this guy, maybe. But <laughs> he called it. He called his wife a load bearing spouse. By the way, I thought that um, I thought somebody else was joking about that because of the load bearing drywall thing with Grover House. No, he said that as, like, a joke, I think. Um, you don't know many women, do you? Um, but here's the excerpt from... My closet was designed with a woman in mind, despite not being married. Likewise, my bathroom is designed with a woman in mind. It will have a powder room. Um, oh, so it wasn't his thing. wife then, so he couldn't have done the... Load-bearing No, spouse. it is his wife. We said he wasn't married is- just now. The plot thickens. <laughs> no, he, no, I didn't. My, oh, with a woman in mind. Just, oh, maybe it's his girlfriend then, despite not being married. Likewise, my bathroom is designed with a woman in mind. It will have a powder room that will be completely useless to me. But as that is the kind of thing a woman would look at and say, oh my god, I want this. In the same vein, if a woman sees a nice inviting bathtub, they are going to swoon. And since, a, and since women play an unfair role in home buying process, a woman who falls in love with my bathroom is going to... Oh, I guess he... Uh, 
I guess he truly was doing this to hope to entice a woman. It's going to truly help me sell my home someday. You may not like the design, but I assure you the finished product will exceed your expectations. Um, Somebody pointed out that like he he replaced the bathroom vanity with one that doesn't have any counter space, so there's nowhere to put like you know uh, if you're if you're trying to entice a woman, there's nowhere for her to put her curling iron or her hair straightening uh, like flat iron or anything like that. So but she has a powder strike room. one of like twenty five. Yeah, I know because all every single um, like non cis man I know is like my counter space. Um, because like listen we have a lot of we like we have a lot of stuff i'm sure there's also a lot of guys who like some guys like are into like doing stuff with their hair and they're gonna need that space too yeah and like fuck god god forbid you put some lotion on your face (laughs) like come on um yeah no it's a fucking it's a fucking disaster so then so then it was um, is there a picture of this dude oh i don't Uh, know about the guy but there's definitely pictures of the fucking bathroom (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) So then, um, the finished bathroom is a nightmarish clash of red and black. The kind of bathroom, this is from a Vice article, the kind of bathroom you'd see in a 90s era first-person shooter, which is why something awful user and Twitter user Dieting Hippo recreated it in Doom 2. Um, so, uh, this person deadass recreated the bathroom. This is how it got the name the Doom Bathroom, um, in Doom 2. And, uh, the bath doom, if you will. (laughs) Um, He got some textures to make pebbles around the, um, the bathtub that he describes as will hurt real bad when you step on them. Um, I fucking, I, I when did this, this, I love the doom. How old is this? It was like Uh, mid like late 2000s to early 2010s man i really hope this new game they came out like put it in their game somewhere i like Um, no this was this was like old school doom no i know but like they they just had that new one that just came out like that same day as animal crossing so yeah, I'm like, I know, but I don't think this. Oh, think it's I'm like that would be such a funny Easter egg no, if they it, did that. This was this was something that a random person on something awful recreated the the level in like a Doom Two mod. Oh man, that would have been just so funny uh, to be like you're playing the game and all of a sudden there's like this ugly bathroom you walk into. <laughs> I there's a picture of it that I will drop in the salt chat for Jake to see, but like yeah. Uh, the the mod at least I will find a picture of the I will give you a picture of the actual bathroom eventually but this is just sitting right in front of me so I might as well drop it in here um, for for some reason something awful had a lot of um, engineering disasters there was like I, I referenced the Grover House already which is I think where that load bearing spouse joke came from is because uh, oh, Grover yeah. House very famously had load bearing drywall in his house and like yeah i'm not an engineer but when you say load bearing drywall i instantly get the sense that something's wrong with that like <laughs> yeah like the drywall is a lot of things but it should not be load bearing um yeah, yeah. So... i would look if you're ever like bored one day look up the grover house spelled h-a-u-s um because it is so like every photo of that thing is cursed. Like just, it's just so see how many things but, you can see you can spot that are wrong with the Grover house. Um and then he puts the, this Oh sorry. Sorry, the podcast that I was talking about, well there's your problem. Um I haven't listened to this because it's through their Patreon and I have not pulled the trigger on like buying that episode. But they did do a bonus episode about the Grover House. And they're they're an engineering podcast. They talk about engineering disasters. So it's probably pretty funny, but 
have yeah, not listened to it. Yeah, I think, like, oh my God. the Grover House is a special combo, like, this, of being, like, um, and this is also like that, where it's, like, a engineering nightmare, but it's also an aesthetic nightmare. Um, yes. But one of my favorite descriptions of the Grover House is that person, I can't remember who wrote this, but, like, they were talking about how he puts this giant window at the end of the staircase, and he's, like, the perfect height for a child to fall out yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> it was about Twitter, but I don't remember who. Because it straight up, like, the stairs, so it was, like... A set of stairs and then a landing and then another set of stairs that, you know, turned left into another set of stairs. And there was on the landing on an outside wall, there was just this window that was like, I could see myself falling down the stairs and just shooting out the window window. like in a cartoon. (laughs) It's just, it's just like the funniest. I love shit like that. So I, I, the, the doom bathroom truly cheered me up in these dark times because i was like i just because yeah like it's also that special combination of a hideous it's like not only an engineering nightmare but like a fucking hideous nightmare too it looks bad yeah and then the the rip line that we also referenced was a thread that uh folding ideas um did where they created a zip line that was too steep so it went way too fast and like there was no way to fix it like people like they were talking about putting children on this but when they tested it with a stack of potatoes it smacked into the landing at like 30 miles per hour which if you weren't if you weren't sure would probably kill or at least to seriously injure a person like and then of course they used they used the bigger, sandbags and yeah and they of course exploded. like yeah and like the bigger the kid is the heavier they are the faster they're gonna go like thus the rip line <laughs> I just, because not only was it at too steep an incline, but they also put it on the top of a, like, cliff, so it raised it, um, to a certain height, and then it just went straight down, there was no ease. (laughs) It was, it was fucking hilarious. I love engineering nightmares, um, probably because I'm like, who, who gets here? Like, there's some stuff that I- I like it when engineering nightmares don't- result in anybody getting hurt like the yeah fair warning obviously. for anybody who's thinking about listening to well there's your problem now is that a lot of the engineering the d- disasters they talk about result in death um so it can get a little heavy <laughs> at times yeah. um because unfortunately when when buildings and such are poorly engineered people they collapse on people or something so bear yeah. in mind <laughs> But I love it when there's a good engineering disaster that results in no injuries. <laughs> it just looks stupid right. and is bad. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I just really, um, I, I really appreciated that, and I hope you all enjoy it too. <laughs> and that's my, that's my pre-salt. Hey. Now we're moving into Jake, the salt. I just read your first line of your salt, <laughs> and I'm so fucking angry. Continue. <laughs> Take us away, Jake. All right. Well, uh, I don't know if this is salt, but I'm putting it in salt because I watched a Sonic movie and it wasn't that bad. Um, you know, I'm not sure if that's really that hot of a take because most of the people I've seen talk about it were like, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. I just, I'm not sure how, like, you know, since my taste. That's not the part that. <laughs> no, I know off. because. No, I know. Since my tastes also <laughs> include Academy Award nominated Boss Baby. Um, 
to bring that back. Jake, I don't feel like I can judge you because you have young children. Well, here's the thing. The thing, the reason a boss baby got nominated is because it was by a major studio and the people who nominate animations in these sorts of things don't know anything about animation. So This is true. And it was also yeah. a great film. And that's why it was nominated. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, but no, it was really good. Uh, I, I liked it. My wife didn't like uh, Ben Schwartz as Sonic, though. <laughs> she was like, I don't really like him as Sonic. But uh, the redesign, uh, Chef Kiss, thank you for not putting better. out that whatever terrifying fever dream they were originally thinking about going with. Like, yeah. Imagine <laughs> imagine if, like, stockholders would listen to people in their company every once in right? a while. Because yeah. like, some, something somebody said was, like, this... Um, this Sonic movie fiasco feels like the stockhold, like the shareholders refused to listen to people who were like, no one's going to like this and told them to go ahead with it. And then it turned out that nobody liked it and they were like, oh fuck. Yeah. And now we're rushing to fix it. Like, yeah. Imagine yeah and then overworked the employees everybody, yeah. and didn't, um, and didn't pay them yeah. overtime. You want to yeah, bet. Then yeah. a lot of them, like, even I, like they kind of like <laughs> let them go without them knowing they were like, go kind of thing to you. I mean, I don't know if that yeah. happened with the Sonic movie, but it happens all the fucking time. Oh, was it the Cats movie that did that to you? Yeah. Well, yeah. The studio that worked on the Cats movie doesn't exist anymore. It's kind of like Life of Pi. Oh, okay. Life of Pi um, also doesn't exist anymore. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I do want to say about um, Sanic <laughs> something that's cursed, because I, I love sharing cursed information with people. Um, so I was drawing a GIF of Sonic for my friend, uh, because he was sad and he loves Sonic. And I was coloring Sonic. And you know how IRL hedgehogs, they have like a soft, fleshy colored tummy, right? Oh, God, and this. that's. <laughs> yeah. And so does Sonic. And his. Like, and I respect that because it's a design that's based on a hedgehog. Um, but his arms are also flesh toned, which lead me to believe. Because I didn't. I have never noticed this until I started drawing started drawing it um but which leads me to believe that if you if you were to see his hands they would just be like real man hands <laughs> like human person hands except for then my friend who's a huge sonic fan revealed to me that um the sonic uh like during an interview with sonic sort of thing that the company put out um like it was jokingly, but like because the company themselves said it, it's canon. Um, Sonic can't take his gloves off, so we're all saved from having to see his weird person hands. Thank you, Sega. Thank you, Sega. We'll never have to see his weird person uh, hands. I thought you were gonna say that other one where I they, I thought the round fleshy thingy was actually the hedgehog's penis. Have you no, ever seen that one? that's not what a hedgehog penis looks like. I forget what I saw. There was something where they are saying that that's what it was. And so they're like, so if you look at Sonic, that means... This is like... <laughs> no, but like, here's the thing. You know, like, Knuckles? He's an echidna, right? Yeah, and I'm like, echidna. what the hell is an echidna? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they have the world's weirdest penis. So, in, it, like, look it up if you... I don't... I, I no, just, Jesse, I really... I'm not going to do <laughs> yeah. that. Well, they... Someone will. Hold Someone on. listening I, uh, to you. No, do not inflict this on me. <laughs> no, but listen, this is very important for you. Oh, the Inkindas are so cute. You can though, just like you can baby. just tell me have, that like, it's weird and I'll believe or... you. Oh, I'm definitely not putting it um uh in the chat. Um oh they also lay eggs, which is full Yeah, they're marsupials. 
Um, they they lay eggs like the platypus. They're the only no, they're not marsupials. They're the oh. only egg laying mammals, along with the platypus, known to man. Can they glide um, like knuckles? <laughs> no. Can they glide like knuckles? Uh, the reproductive organs also differ, but both sexes have a single opening called a clo- 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 cloaca. Oh, like a bird. Yeah, like a bird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but this is this is really important to me. Reproduction. Um, a female lays a single soft-shelled leathery egg 22 days after mating and deposits it directly into her pouch. Um, male echidnas have a four-headed penis. During mating, the heads on one side shut down and do not grow in size. The other two used, are used to release semen into the female's two-branched reproductive tract. Each time it copulates, it alternates between its set of heads. When not in use, the penis is retracted into a prepucial sac in the clo- clo- cloaca. The male echidna's penis is seven centimeters long when erect, and its shaft is covered with penile spines. Well, I'm glad I put Sonic in the salt section, after all. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for... Reading that for us. <laughs> Looking forward to yeah. Knuckles and Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yay. Um, so, also, uh, just moving on with my salt. <laughs> um, I also uh, watched Tiger King and Don't F with Cats back to back because quarantine, and I'm like, I've got time. And I can say it's a lot. And I shouldn't have done that to Don't myself. Don't fuck with cats is about Luca Magnata, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're like, who the fuck is that? Don't look him up. Don't. But at the same time, the doc was like really well done because you're like, is this yeah. fake? Like, is this real? I mean, I'm probably gonna watch it because I'm into true crime bullshit. But yeah, um, just every- for the rest of you at home, he's a murderer. Don't look him up. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. And then like the Tiger King one was both funny, but then at the same time, you're like. These people are terrible, and they don't care about the tigers. Um, yeah, it's it's it was a lot. I shouldn't have done it to myself. I was like, why why would I do this to myself on quarantine? I mean, they're both good, and maybe watch one, and then maybe the other one another day. But back to back was was no bueno. <laughs> Just very, very heavy. Like, even my wife, like, was kind of like, she wasn't watching, but she was, like, kind of, like, in the room. And it was like, God, this is so bad. And then she would, like, leave and then come back and then leave and come back. Because it's like, oh, this is just so terrible. Especially the the Tiger King one, because it's just the animals. Um, but I do recommend watching it, uh, especially the Tiger King one, because that's a... It's the same thing. It's like it's a documentary, but there's a whole, all this stuff happening. And you're just kind of like, is this real life? Is this crazy? Um, my next bit of salt, and this one too is not necessarily like it's salt, but it's a place to put it. Um, because I'm home on quarantine, um, I've been putting Pinto down for his nap at like one or two. And that has now become my time to nap. And all <laughs> I can think about is if I ever go back to work... I don't know how I'm going to function at 1 and 2 o'clock in the afternoon because... I already don't function at 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I kind of don't either. It's just like right after lunchtime. Paper wave plays in my head. Yeah. 
But I'm like, I really like taking a one o'clock, two o'clock nap. It's like the best. And I'm just like, oh no, how's how's this gonna work out when I go back? But um, it's been really good. Uh, and then Pinto Baby's like, he sees me, he's like, yo, let's go nap it up. And I'm like, let's go. And then we have a good time, except for it. Uh, I forget what happened this one time. Oh, he was like just awake staring at me, and it was kind of creepy. But it's only happened once. Kids.txt. Yeah. I was just like, I woke up and I'm like, are you okay, buddy? And he's just like staring and I'm like, I'm going to give you back to your mom. And so that was kind of creepy. But other than that, it's been been pretty fun. Um, my other thing is I had got Black Desert online uh, when it was on sale, like I forget how long ago. And um, so I was like, hey, I've got time. Let me play this. And usually when I have, it's just been like, just make a character because they're what's it called is just so character creator just so good and like no matter what you do your character looks pretty but i'm like no i'm actually gonna play this and it's i feel like it's so confusing and i'm like this is kind of like in the same vein as like final fantasy 14 like as far as like right they're mmos or whatever they're supposed to be yeah i mean mmos be confusing i guess but like i feel like Final Fantasy fourteen made sense. Like, okay, go here, do this, boom. But this one is just like, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, how am I even progressing? Um, and then also, like, I'm like, okay, I want to get, like, wear outfits. And I started, like, looking online, like, oh, there's this outfit and this outfit. And I, the main character I play as is a sorcerer, uh, sorceress. And so I'm like, there's some, like, really cool stuff. I want to get this. And then I'm like, oh, you have to pay $30 to get pearls to go to the pearl store. And I'm like, that's not happening. Um, But then I saw this thing where it's like, no, you can actually go to this thing and buy it, you know, with, like, in-game currency. But, you know, the whole grind of, like, time and effort Mm -hmm. and all that stuff to get, like, 30 million (laughs) coins or silver or whatever you're supposed to get. Something ridiculous. And I'm like, all right, I can do that. But even that, like, so I'm like, there's no way I'm going to make the big amount of money that I want for the, like, the really, you know, the $30 stuff. I'm going to have to put in time. But I'm like, I've already got money now. I'm like, let me see what I can get. And I'm like, I like this outfit. This will hold me over until I can save money because you can't fight crime if you ain't cute. Um, but then, like. That's absolutely true. Yeah, you just can't. Crime is just like, haha, you're not cute. And then he goes and does. Bless yeah, you. Does stuff. Excuse me. Bless you. Um, but then like there's this weird like trade center thing that you have to go to and I don't know what it, I thought I bought it and I was all happy and I'm like it's not in my inventory and then I go back and it's like on auction where I'm like hey world I put this here here's my money when you guys get around to like making it or trading it or something like that I'll get it and I'm like I don't why like I gave you money now you give me services and goods like, I don't understand <laughs> why I'm waiting here. And it's like, I don't know. I don't I don't see anything that explains how the, all this stuff works with trades. And I looked up a video where this person's like, you wait for the patch notes to drop. And then you go in for the next first eight hours. And the first eight hours, you, like, grind what you want to grind. And then post it. And then you, you wait, like, eight hours. Or, like, you once you have it in that auction thingy you can go on with the rest of your real life, like go get dinner or go to school or go to work and then come back. And by the time you come back, you'll probably have the stuff you want. And I'm like, this is no, like I grinded. I killed 50,000 gray wolves. 
Um, here's the thing. 50,000 gray wolves. I killed 50,000 gray wolves yes, for this bitch. Yeah. Welcome to MMOs. Yeah. There are no more gray wolves in Black Desert Online. And I still have to wait eight hours to get this outfit. I'm like, I just want to look cute. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe I'll figure that out. And then my last one, and I think everybody's going to agree with this, is quarantine stomach. Because I can't stop snacking. And I think it's because I'm here and I'm bored and I know there's food. Like Stress eating sure is a thing. That too, true. yeah. Uh, I think I've drank more soda and had like more like snack stuff than I've ever had ever. Um, just because it's like, you're like, eh, well, I'm bored. Let me walk by the fridge and you open the fridge and you know, do this. Or you walk by the cupboard. You're like, oh, I'll grab some popcorn or some cookies or something like that. And I'm like... I'm like, this is bad. Like, like, even one of my, like, family members was saying, um, because they have teenagers and, you know, teenage boys will, like, eat everything in a day. Um, and he said, like, their son was going through the fridge all the time. And he's like, hey, when you're at school, do you get to go just walk into the fridge? And he's like, no. He said, then use your school stomach. Um, because... Your school stomach? Yeah, because we need to make the food last and you guys can devour everything. So I'm like, yeah, so me and my wife have been saying that to each other, like... Like, are you using your school stomach? I'm like, no, because I want to like, eat stuff. And then I also saw this other thing where they, there's like a, a Instagram that I follow where it's like they had all these mug shots and the ones like before um, cocaine and then after cocaine and before meth and after meth. And the one that was uh, before Corona and after Corona was the guy was like kind of like normal weight and then he was overweight in the after one. So I was like, oh, no, like. I'm already chubby. This is not good. <laughs> uh, You're fine. You're beautiful. Yeah. I was telling my yeah, wife. I think a lot of people are probably dealing with stress yeah, related that, that too. eating I mean, issues. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't realize. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I need soda. <laughs> so like, I originally put like, cause I, I've actually had like more beer than I've had recently. Like I've had more beer in like the couple weeks that we've been on quarantine than I have in the last two years. And I'm like, not like like I'm like, you know, going crazy or anything, but it's still like, oh, I never really stopped and be like, oh, let me have a beer. But now I'm like, there's nothing to do. Let me get like two beers. <laughs> so it's just like one of those where I'm like. Dos Equis, if you yeah, will. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was just like, man, this is like, wow. Like, um, and then I'm like, oh, man, and I forgot how much I like beer. Let me, like, Am I going to be like a beer snob by the time this is over? Like, what's going on? <laughs> But, um, yeah, so that's been, that's, that's my salt. All right. Well, I'm not going to talk about it in a ton of detail, but I feel like I could gesture vaguely at the entire world right now. And you guys would know what I'm talking yep. about. Yep, yep. I, I don't feel like I can talk about it in a lot of detail without having a total breakdown on the podcast. Let's not, let's not go there. Um, so I'll just vaguely gesture at the whole world and like that, that's my salt for probably the next several months. Um, for levity, though, in the interest of not being a total downer, um, I do have some good stories, including um, this amazingly passive-aggressive um, real estate listing that I found. <laughs> um, some background info is that it is for a um, manufactured home or a mobile home. Um and in the photos, I'm not sure if this is an angle or what, but it appears that the house is tilting a little bit to the side, which 
I think makes this a little bit funnier. But anyway, allow me to read the saltiest real estate listing I've ever seen. Um, This home is a candidate for relocation transaction only. This is due to possible unforeseen challenges with its recent cash buyer, who for one reason or another may not be able to gain approval from a certain member of the park's management. Um, Although it also seems other past and present owners in the park may have also recently experienced unforeseen issues with a certain member of park management. This may be due to a certain member of park management possibly going to great lengths and possibly even breaking laws as part of a misguided, misinformed, ill-conceived concept for the land. This three-bedroom, two-bathroom mobile was custom-built for Alaska weather. Double-pane windows and extra insulation throughout keep it warm in the winter, cool in the summer, and quiet inside. It has central air, AC, gas range, and a large triangle-shaped soaking tub in addition to the stand-up shower and the master bedroom. Not pictured. This home is currently located in insert location here. The address listed is a nearby train station. (laughs) Using the address of the nearby train station is a conscientious effort to minimize the potential for regrettable events should you travel to the park unannounced to view the home and possibly be turned away or harassed by a certain member of the park's management. (laughs) Simply put, if you are looking to save tens of thousands of dollars on a high-quality, well-built, sturdy home to one day relocate to insert tourist location here or anywhere else, a comparable rewarding environment can be found. This is a great find for you. Give me a buzz, and we'll figure out the details. No text, please. <laughs> no text, please. A certain member of the, management. So the reason, the reason that I mentioned the fact that it was leaning was like, hey, pay no attention to the structural integrity of the home. <laughs> Fuck the park management guy. Yeah. Fuck the park management guy. Park management guy is like, please, <laughs> listen to me. It's like a certain I mean, member is... of park management. His name rhymes with yeah. Lyle. <laughs> so to be, to be fair, Lyle, which is like liar. Um, to be fair, um, John Oliver actually did a really good segment about mobile homes and trailer parks, and uh, they are a fucking nightmare. And it's possible that this person isn't like legitimately a huge pain in the ass <laughs> and is legitimately doing something shady. But airing your dirty laundry on the real estate listing is a very weird way to deal with that. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Um, so and then the other thing I have to talk about. I've mentioned briefly in passing that um, I'm moving soon. Um, And so I had to get my internet transferred. Right now, I'm not even going to conceal this. I'm going through CenturyLink. (laughs) And um, I have been for many years, but we are at an uneasy truce. Because like all internet service providers, CenturyLink kind of sucks. Internet service providers are not friends. (laughs) In general. It has been my general experience. But um, recently, I did bite the bullet and get high-speed internet here at my current apartment. And when I went to my new place, um, I did see that there was a phone jack that looks identical to the high-speed port that CenturyLink put in my apartment for the high-speed internet. Because I had to install a new one specifically for whatever reason. I'm not a tech person, and I don't know. But anyway... um, they told me over the phone that I couldn't get that internet and I'd have to go down to the shitty internet that I used to have that was way more expensive than the deal they gave me on the high-speed internet. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's set up for high-speed internet. Like, there's a port in there that looks just like the one you guys gave me. And they're like, oh, yeah, I mean, they tend to look the same. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. No, I, that doesn't sound right, but I don't know enough about internet service providers to say anything. So I'm like, well, 
that's not going to work for me because now I've gotten the taste of high-speed internet and I can't <laughs> let it go. So I started, I was like, what other internet service providers are in the Valley? And it's pretty much just CenturyLink and Xfinity because like Google Fiber just, they started installing it and then they just kind of stopped. Um, and so in a lot of like older town, like parts of town, you can't get it. Um, but Xfinity doesn't want you to call them at all. They don't want to talk to you. <laughs> and so I tried their chat, but their chat just kind of leads you in a circle. Um, cause it'll be like, what can I help you with? And it's like new account. And it's like, what kind of account internet? And they're like, well, we can't like ask another question because COVID and I'm like, new account what kind of new account internet ask another question or like somehow i managed to find the customer service number for this company (laughs) and got through to somebody and they were able to give me high-speed internet just fine so i mean at least i i will have internet which is more important than ever right now because i'm i've been moved to work from home so i can't just not have an internet connection right now um That would be bad. Also, uh, hot take, but internet is a necessity in this day and age and not a luxury. So, need not be as expensive as it is, but here we are, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's other stuff I could talk about, but I don't even know if I want to get into it. So, that's, a that's, my, that's my salt. Hi, I'm Jesse. And I've been fighting for medical insurance for I don't fucking know how long. And now I'm pretty sure I have a fungal ear infection. And uh, I really want medicine for that, but who knows if I'll get it. Um, also, the there was a... T- I, so I finally dealt with... I had to apply for Covered California. And then once you apply for Califor- Covered California, they have to say whether or not you qualify for Medi-Cal. And... Uh, basically what they do is they say oh well you don't apply you don't qualify for covered california because you don't make enough so you apply so now you have to apply for medical like you don't just get medical you have to reapply through a third party website that was linked through a government website so then i go through the third party website and i had to refill out all that inform all of my tax information all over again and not just my tax information but like my parents tax information and everything right because i live with them so I have to do all of that and reapply. And I look at the thing and it's like it will take, it might take 40, up to 45 days for them to get back to you. And I squint really hard because I look, I squint and then I'm thinking about like math lady gif of how many um, antidepressants I have left. And I'm like, fuck, right? Because like I need, I need those, but also the math isn't lining up. I only have like a week and a half's worth. Um, and so I just had to order them at full price, I guess, which is a lot of money. But, like, God, I can't go without those, right? Like, that's that's a thing. Um, so that's unfortunate. But you do what you got to do in this economy, I guess. Um, so I don't know when they'll get back to me. Hopefully soon. I really... I really need them to answer. I just want health insurance. Though, I will say this dark irony thing. The other day, I called them um, to try and get health insurance, and they were out due to a pandemic. Nobody was in the office because there's a health pandemic right now. Can't get health insurance during the health pandemic. So, that's kind of funny. 
Um, I'm pretty sure insurance companies are supposed to stay open to some degree. Mm-hmm. Well, their online offices are open, but you can't call them Oh, you can't call, call them. Right them. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I cannot call them because um, no one's in the office proper. So uh, they, I have to go through email. Uh, and that's fine, but it just feels like it takes longer and there's nobody to like knock on their door and be like, Carol, <laughs> Carol. Um, so I, but I really need health insurance, y'all. I can't live like this. I can't go to therapy right now. And God fucking knows I need therapy. And you can be like, well, just, you couldn't go into the office, but they have phone appointments. Um, and I, I cannot afford to go right now. So that's annoying and terrifying. And I'm sorry, that's stupid adult stuff, but like, it's one of, it's one of those things where like, that's why on Monday night, I just had like a fucking meltdown. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then I woke up on Tuesday and after I did it, like I made myself do all the stuff and I was, I felt like I got hit by a bus and I woke up on Tuesday and I was like, okay, time to make something fun for everybody. Um, because I fucking don't know what I'm doing ever in my life. Um, and now I have this ear thing and I'm like, please get back to me, doctor. Uh, and I'll probably have to pay for that prescription. But what what can you do, right? Um, so shout out to all the people who sent me Kofi's and stuff. Uh, I really appreciate it because I don't know how I'm going to make it through this time. And just knowing that like there are people out there who are thinking of me and might be able to help me pay for my meds a little bit, like... I really, really appreciate that. You don't, you, I don't think you can possibly comprehend maybe the amount of thankful I am for that. Like it's, I am incredibly thankful. And even just, if you've just like talked to me during this time, I'm incredibly thankful. Like just knowing that you're thinking about me. Um, cause yeah, I fucking, I hate dealing with this. I hate that I have to fill out paperwork to fill out paperwork, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I am strong. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, and I, oof. Um, I will say though, I don't know if, we haven't been on the podcast for a while, so I didn't say this. So I went to the grocery store the other day, full on in like covered from head to toe. And then I wore gloves. And when I came home, I took a shower, but so I was covered, but here's the thing. Um, there's still a lot of, like, uh, regulations about how close you can stand to each other. Um, and then, like, the poor, the poor woman working at the cash register, she was just so tired from having to say the same instructions over and over and over again, because they have special instructions now. Um, and she was telling me, like, hey, I'm so tired. Um, but, like, I'm at the supermarket, I'm trying to pull a cart out from the cart thing, and this guy could not wait the ten seconds it took me to pull a cart out of the... They have, like, these narrow hallway things, you know, outside that you pull the carts out of. Um, well, he could not wait for me to do that, and he he fucking presses his entire ass body up against my back. Like, like, seals his body against mine back. Which, even in a normal situation, if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, is fucking weird. Yeah. But, like... In the middle of a pandemic, it's just like, sir, sir, I will kill you. Um, Similar, similar story is I uh, went for a walk and this random guy that I didn't know, I was like looking at a menu that was posted in the window of a restaurant that I wasn't going to order at. I was just bored. Um, There was like no one else around. And I was looking at this menu and I could see this guy walking up to me 
to talk to me in, in, in the window. And I was like, no. And I started walking away and he got so mad about it. Like even under normal circumstances, I wouldn't want to talk to you. What makes you think I want to talk to you in the middle of a pandemic? (laughs) I'm sorry if you're lonely, leave me alone. I don't want your cooties. Like (laughs) I don't want your cooties. You're so funny. Yeah. I was just like, what? Why would you do this? It's just so fucking weird. Um, yeah, that was, that was a time. Uh, and when I got home, I, like I said, I showered and everything, but, uh, the other piece of salt on a lighter note is my fucking lamp. And I think, I think it's been going on for a while. It's just that I haven't been like literally (laughs) living in my room until this point. Um, like I sort of do, like I kind of live, like I work in my room a lot, but I also was leaving my house a lot to work. Like I go to cafes because I do freelance writing and, uh, freelance art. And those are both things that I can do from my computer. Right. So I go I, for my laptop. So I would go out and work, but now I'm stuck in here. My lamp at first, I thought it was my light bulb going out, but if you wiggle around the lamp, it just will come back on. But you have like, I do this weird ritual where I like wiggle my lamp and then click the thing. And then I turn the light switch on and off or whatever. And it finally will come back on. Or sometimes it'll just go out and then randomly come back on by itself. And the light bulb is fine. And so I'm just like, what is, what is going on with my lamp? Like, it just will randomly, like, I'll be sitting here doing something. It just turns the fuck off. And I'm like, hey, can you not? Can we just not? I just want to live. Um, it's like, it's so hard. It would be so hard to get another lamp right now because I'd have to order it via Amazon and then waddle it into my house. And it's just, I don't want to do it. I just want this lamp to, to man up and be a good lamp. Um, I, oof, oof, I've, uh, that, that's a stupid piece of salt, but, like, it, it is, it is, it is salt, um, and then I forgot something during pre-salt, but Tiger and Bunny is getting a second season, it was just announced today, um, that anime, this was, this is not salt, this is pre-salt, I just am excited that it's getting another, uh, season, I just saw that, also, um, this is both salt and pre-salt, but uh, so near the near replicant is getting a remake, which is the first near. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, but also re- this is the salt part. There's like a another game that's coming out called Near in Reincarnation, which is like an in between story. But near and re- near reincarnation is for um, mobile phone game only. Uh, I I fucking hate that because I don't want to play a game on my phone. And secondly, I don't want to be paying money for like gashapon shit. Yo, you know it's sure... going to be a gashapon bullshit nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't want to do that for more near lore because, as I said before, like I dead ass want a near automata tattoo. That's how much I loved near. Um, but. I, I'm just like, why would you do this to me? Fucking, I hate this world we live in where they're like, hey, you, here's, you pay $60 for the base game, but also you're going to be charged forever to fucking, like, 99 cented to death um, over random shit. Or it'll be like, here's a free game, but it's not free. It's never free. You end up paying more money <laughs> over time for your random loot box shit than you would have if you just, like, paid the $60 for a game hate that shit um sorry that was it's stupid dumb salt but it's just like hey bro bro can we not um but i i do want more near lore so we'll see what happens if i just kind of like wait wait it out 
But that's that's my. I was gonna say, did you ever watch that play that was supposed to be? <laughs> okay, so I am gonna watch that. Um, and also, there's like another one that's got like all the male your oh, really? units. Yeah, and so I'm probably gonna watch that one too because Yoko Taro. I follow Yoko Taro on Twitter, of course. Um, and he just posted a whole thing about it. Uh, so I'm definitely gonna check that out. Um, I. I I have a big near video planned. Sorry, everyone. I filmed the Bloodborne video. I just need to do a voiceover for it. Uh, of me. Who the fuck is calling me? <laughs> I'm like, I just had the babies like walk in here to check hold, them on me. So <laughs> hold on one second, because this might be hello. Hello. Press one for English, but uh, Spanish. No, no, but that's my that's my song. Okay, we'll wrap <laughs> um, up. Um, that's our show tonight. Yeah. Um, Jake, where where uh, promote yourself? Where do we find <laughs> you on the internet? Hey, you find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Lionheart. And if you want to listen to some D and D raps, it's a whole story. There's voiceover, uh, all kinds of stuff. A story inside a story. Um, go to jakelionheart.bandcamp.com and it's free. It's called the Fantasy Heart Brigade. And yeah, that's me. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Humanity Upgrade and on Instagram as Crowfeather Cosplay. Um, you can find Jesse on Twitter as at Filthy Wizard and on YouTube as Filthy Wizard. And do you remember what their other channel's name is? I'm being a bad friend. <laughs> I, well, I, they, they consolidated to one, so I think it's just a Filthy Wizard one. Filthy Wizard, yeah. okay. Um, and you can find the podcast on Twitter as at Podcast Salt. You can find our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, including Spotify, iTunes, Fireside, The Works. Um, if you like the show and you'd like to help us out, consider donating to our Kofi page. That's ko-fi.com slash the salt report. And remember, kids... Jake, help. Wash your hands, you filthy animals. Wash your hands, you filthy animals. And stay away from people. Stay yeah. safe, stay indoors. Yeah. Don't Good night. put your body against people. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>